Welcome back, everyone. This is our fifth episode of The Property Pod, your one-stop shop for all things property-related in Ireland. I'm Oini McLaughlin, owner of AML Property Services in Cork. Uh, I'm David Sweeney of PropertySolicitors.ie. And I'm Megs Barrett, Managing Director of Mortgage Nav- Navigators. Oh, lovely. And, that and was a nice little intersection I there. I could hardly well say, the, say the word. Um, and today we're talking all things... Uh, selling your home. Yes, no, it's, uh, we're, 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 I think it's really important to uh, look into the marketing of your home. Um, I was at a really interesting meetup there a couple of weeks ago uh, with a few other agents. Um, it was actually with Regina Mangan. She owns Liberty Blue down in Waterford. Oh, what? I've seen that. Yeah, she um, does incredible marketing. Live After Five or something, is that what they're known for? Yes, she yeah, does the Live yeah, After yeah, Five. Yeah. And, um, On I Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. They're super at digital marketing. Yeah. And we just had a meetup and there was a few other agents and we were discussing lots of different things. But one of them was marketing your property. Okay. Um, I think in this day and age, it's so important as an estate agent that your property is marketed correctly um, because you want as many people to see your property as possible. And what Do you know, because I, I love social media. I, lo- I love all things um marketing as well a big influence for me was it's a guy in america called gary vaynerchuk and he he's just he owns now a marketing company with over 200 employees but his thing was that you know um the interest or people's attention has now changed so in the 1930s it went from radio to television mm. we're now going to television to phone so the attention is on someone's phone so then what platforms are on a phone say instagram now TikTok, linkedin all these things like their modern ways of advertising is that what you're talking about absolutely but you need a combination of both I think digital marketing is so important. Um, different viewers watch different channels. You know, depending on the demographic, like the age group of somebody, they may be watching or, you know, looking at Instagram much. <laughs> That's David telling us to yeah, stop yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time's up on you. <laughs> I should have one of those on for when I'm, you know, it's like stop looking at social media. <laughs> Turn off your phone. I have. I live by alarms all day. If I don't have an alarm, like I've often been uh, out for a coffee in the other side of the city, and got a call from the office here to say there's someone in reception waiting for me. <laughs> so anytime I have, I have very strict appointment schedule in my calendar, and then I put an alarm on my phone to remind me. That's to remind me to go to the gym at five o'clock. I thought you were actually going to say something else there. No, 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 no. I have to go. There's a, gym, a, a, a bike or ski class at five o'clock in Douglas. That's so needless to say, Davis Sweeney is not, not going, going to the gym this evening. <laughs> <laughs> but I, sorry. Anya, going back to Go properties ahead. are we entering a space where we're kind of becoming a little bit Americanized and we're starting to stage our properties to use their oh, their uh, descriptions a hundred percent I think it's so important to present your property really well and I'm not talking about you know of course you have to work within your budget mm. so if you are thinking of selling engage with your estate agent straight away you know Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that you can do in advance for example if you are thinking of selling your property in october november now would be a good time to discuss it with your agent because it can take photographs now so this would be an option does it matter what time you sell a property i don't think it matters hugely um now your photographs are going to look far better in springtime and summertime and autumn so i would always recommend people if you're thinking of selling maybe in december january 
um, but you're not right. You're not ready yet. Yeah. You know, the thing, everything is not in order for you to move. Now is the time to engage with your estate agent so that you can get your photographs yeah. and also get ideas of what to do. And again, simple things that we, we spoke about earlier, um, um, getting onto your solicitor about yeah. your title documents. Yeah, like when, when we start the process with someone, especially selling their home, and obviously, you know, the process mirrors itself, purchasers and, and, and sellers. But from the selling point of view, when we get the uh, initial call from the uh, the seller the property owner we we give him as much as information as possible to start because you don't know what timeline is going to be involved you don't know what delays might be with the bank you don't know yeah. any other agency might be involved or and so we we have a checklist so first the one is just a basic one of anti-money laundering so we need proof of id and proof of address just to satisfy our own checks here uh, secondly you need the pps number because obviously when you're um, transferring the property at the end the other party will pay stamp duty but they will register you as the seller as transferring the asset over to them and they will pay the one percent so that would that's required for the the purchaser solicitor uh, we would need a copy of your marriage cert if you're, if you're married, if it's applicable. Uh, also, if you've been divorced or separation, we need a copy of the separation agreement because there might be some conditions in the separation mm. agreement related to the sale of the property. Uh, then some practical ones we need. Your local property tax should be paid for the full year. Yeah. So now we're in calendar year 2023. So you would you pay all the property tax for the full financial year up to the end. Well, you actually pay your, your local property tax in November for the, fourth, for the year ahead. But you pay it up to the 31st of December um, 2023. And then when you sell your home and say, it goes uh, the, you transfer the closing date or the keys date uh, say for now at the end of October you get refunded back the two months that, you di- that you're not leaving oh, in the okay. house so you I get didn't pro- know that. pro rata back it's actually done per day hmm. so you take your, your local property tax over the year so say it's 350 euro divide that by 365 and then take the amount of days left in the year multiply that back out and you refund it back uh, so the purchaser refunds you back say the 80 euro or oh, 120 okay. euro it might be uh, there's a few other historic taxes that you must look at as well so the, the local property tax used to be called the household charge that was converted over so once your local property tax is up to date uh, it follows that your household charge is also up to date. Um, the household charge was the old name for local property tax. But in the years 2009 and 2013, the Irish government brought in a, a tax called the Non-Principal Private Residence Tax, which is the NPPR. Now, it's it's currently been washed out of the system, so I think you only actually proved the last two years now, I believe. But technically what it was is that if you had a second home in Ireland as an investment, the government wanted to tax you for having that house. So the, the, it, it, if it was just your family home and you, well, you didn't have a second home, you still need an exemption, a certificate exemption to say it was your family home. So you generally apply right to your local county council. Now, if the property you bought it post-2013, those documents will be in it. But if you had okay. bought your house previous to 2009 and now you're selling, you may have and to go to And the seller has to <coughs> contact the local county yeah, council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't uh, know that either. Yeah. Now, they, they have streamlined the process a bit okay. better now. But you do need either, you either need either the proof that you paid the tax for those years or the okay. exemption that your house was your family home and it didn't actually qualify or didn't need to. Uh, another uh, element that you need to satisfy the sellers would be a BER cert. So the BER cert is the building and energy rating cert. I know we spoke <coughs> about this before and that's just, you know, obviously everybody is uh, talking about sustainability and energy rating your property. All new houses now, have, I think it's an A rating house or at yeah. least a B rating. Yeah. An older house can go down the scale to an E depending what it is, C and D. Uh, but in order to sell the house, even if it doesn't matter what the rating really is, but you, didn't you need have to have, to have a BER cert. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and of it must course, be in date. Yeah, it must be in date, so they last up to 10 years. Um, another important thing with the BER is if the BER is above a B, so mm. anything from a B3 upwards, it will qualify for a green mortgage. Which is a 0.3% discount on standard fixed interest rates, so... Okay. It's a lot. In it's the a lot over 30 years as well. 100%. You know? yeah, 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 a lot of money lot. saved yeah. there. Uh, and then obviously the main one, uh, well, one of the main ones is that for a solicitor uh, selling the house is your title deeds. So some people may not have a mortgage, maybe they own the house outright. So you might... <laughs> 
you might have the deeds under the mattress in bed or under the bed in the shoebox. But would people normally <coughs> hold them with a solicitor, David? Is that where they normally... Uh, like for, for safekeeping. Yeah. Uh, no obligation. If you want your yeah. house, you can have your deeds at home. Like the deeds, are, they're physical documents, yeah. even though I know we live in a very uh, online and technical but uh, we savvy are talking, world. we are talking a, a bunch of documents. documents yeah. yeah, and like that would be the title. So the person who owns house is entitled to sell it. The planning permissions, the building regulations, if they have extensions, certificates of compliance with that. Uh, like the, the proof of payment of the taxes. Uh, maybe someone who bought the house was through a probate the chain of title the, you know the folio numbers the, the folio file plan to prove uh, the Irish government certifying that the person owns it that's in the land registry in Waterford uh, but technically you can keep your deeds anywhere I, we, I would recommend keeping a sister safe because yeah. it's, it's scheduled it's registered yeah if something happened to that solicitor, if they were to be retired or, God forbid, struck off, touch wood, uh, the law society would come over, but they're yeah, bonded yeah, by the law yeah, society yeah, and they'd be yeah. just redistributed to another solicitor. Um, also, you know, it, it, then obviously if you have a mortgage on the property, uh, the solicitor starting out would send you an authority to, to write to the bank yourself and your spouse or partner whoever owns the property. You write to the bank and they release the deeds in an undertaking to the bank. So if I decide, okay, today we're selling our private dwelling house or yeah. an investment property yeah. how long do I need to prepare to put it onto the market so I suppose it depends on how much work needs to be done or how much work that you're willing to get done mm. um, I always if I if somebody gives me a call and they're like I really want to sell my property I saw one of your signs close by or a friend of mine used you recently um, we want to have a chat mm-hmm. so I'll always pop down and make some different kind of recommendations um, to the vendor on what things they can do to improve the property. Simple things like cleaning, it makes such yeah. a massive difference. I know we, we touch base a, a little bit on staging. Cleaning is a massive thing and painting. Yeah, I will always say to people, you will 100% get that money back. 100%, um, yeah. You need people to walk in the door, get a good feeling. Yeah, and, and see their home, actually. See not it their, as home. They, not the seller's home. They need to see their home. Their home. Um, a little bit of depersonalization. You yeah. know, I love to see paintings and a little bit of yeah. character and bit of love. Warmth. A bit of warmth. Yeah. Um, you know, nice plants, books things like that um, I do think it Wet really towels, Im- socks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, too far. reality yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, clean fresh freshly painted they're the massive sure, thing so yeah. and you know what if you can get those done quickly you know once yeah. that's done the BER is done then it's time to photograph um, I really believe that having good photographs having it videoed as well and um, because people are sitting at home looking at what they want their future home to be yeah and they need to be very similar so i often see certain ones with very long angles you don't want someone to go into a property and think gosh this looks a lot smaller than oh, what yeah. it looks but it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um i know myself i've been on the other side of the table as a buyer recently yeah. and it's so interesting to see oh thank yeah. you uh, it's so interesting interesting to see how different companies work yeah. and yeah. different properties will appear so I found it really really interesting you go into a property if it's nicely freshly cleaned everybody's going to want it you go into yeah. something and it's you know not so clean you have to kind of you know see past it see past it yeah um, but if, if you're the vendor and you want to sell your property this hugely well Alia, I have the best example and I hope she, if she's listening to this podcast she'll know exactly who I'm talking about I had a client who was bidding and bidding and bidding on this house and really really wanted and eventually got outbid um, and was very disappointed disheartened heartbroken really wanted to buy next thing a house came up 
three doors down. And when she walked in, it was literally, not joking, red from floor to ceiling. As in the ceiling was red. Painted? Painted oh. completely. Like nearly to the point where it looked like a bit of a brothel. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she bought that property for 40,000 wow. euros below what she was bidding on the property wow. three doors oh, up. Oh, I 100% yeah, yeah, believe yeah. it. And yeah. like, it was I said to her, let's have a painting party when you yeah, get it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like when she'll take that red... <laughs> Yeah, off, yeah, yeah. she has the, the identical house, house. Yeah, yeah. identical house, house right. in probate. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, the estate weren't interested with staging it, but they lost out on forty thousand. Wow. They probably Huge. don't realize yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't realize it. And they're the simple things. Yeah. Um, another thing is curb appeal. Um, I've had a couple of properties recently where I have recommended that they've paid to the outside. Yeah. And the transformation. Yeah. yeah. It's literally chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Because from the outset, you may be used to looking at something and doesn't really, you know, that wouldn't really bother you. But as we we just spoke about there, people need to feel like it's their home. They yeah. come in, they get the feeling and people, you do get a feeling inside a house. So should they go white walls? Like, Not I mean, necessarily white, no. but, you know, I suppose once it's quite neutral. Yeah. You know, yeah, if yeah. it's a dark house, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, um, but yeah, clean, simple things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just add two things onto the list that a, this listener might look for in the sellers also? One yeah. is that if you've put an extension on the house since you bought it, mm-hmm. it just makes sure it's, it's within planning. So anything, anything under 40 square meters doesn't need it. But yeah. sometimes, even though you built your extension or your greenhouse or um, <coughs> what did you call that building? Greenhouse? Is that it? No. Sunroom. 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 Glasshouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sunroom. I think you mean sunroom. <laughs> sunroom. So say you put on your sunroom on the nice back of your house or on the gable end of your house and it's underneath or within the planning regulations that you didn't need planning, you still need a, you still may need an architect and engineer to certify that okay. it was under the planning. It is a tricky one. Yeah, it is You're tricky, basically yeah. getting someone to say you didn't need planning. And you know another one that comes up there, David, and people don't realise it at all, is attic conversion. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they could be... We get tr- that a lot. 100%. They could say, well, we have five bedrooms in the house, no, but actually... Sorry, you don't. It's a four uh, bedroom house. And th- that's because usually fire health and safety regulations, yeah. building regulations, and then that can potentially affect your ability to borrow against the bank. Okay. Uh, if it's a four of you five bedroom house. Yeah. Well, and, like and the value might be decreased, actually. I think oh, yeah. it's a massive issue as well with um, city centre two bedrooms. We'll call them two bedrooms where... Yeah. Um, for for example, you need to have your porch. You know, yeah. you need to have everything in fire regulations. Yeah. The older style properties around the city centre, they may have opened all of the area downstairs. Sure. So the bedroom that is now upstairs, which is open, that no longer qualifies yeah. for um, as a bedroom. So the small little box room is the actual qualified bedroom. Yeah. And then if it's a one bedroom property, your mortgage again, banks don't like. They the don't time. like. Yeah. yeah. They, when it's a one bedroom property, I think as first time buyers, they have to. Is it twenty percent? that they would have to well, have for it, the deposit it, it, it's more there's challenging a, there's probably a little bit of case by case so like location will have a, an impact on it because what the bank are looking for is okay if we reclaim this property back can we sell it mm. at, at, at what it was yeah. originally purchased okay. by so well, it, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. tricky it is tricky uh, and then one of the last things that you, you touch on it there if it's an investment property that you're selling so say someone wants to get rid of their investment property or, or one of them that uh, if there's a tenant in it you're under obligation for notice for the tenant if yeah. the property's not vacant uh, make sure you're satisfying with the PRTB or the RTB that you know now it's very strict as, as a landlord to obviously in today's yeah. market yeah. and the, the, the crisis that's out there that you just make sure that you, you've given the right notice and the right term of notice and you've actually your notice document itself is correct the in its format is so and served correctly yeah. Yeah. served correctly and one yeah. of the main reasons why notice to quits are um, invalid is because the notice wasn't served correctly. Yeah, yeah. S- simple things like the template has to be correct. Sure. The date, the declaration is signed by the solicitor has to be the same as 
the date of the postage, the okay. next day yeah, postage, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The, 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 the amount of days. Sorry, I think it's yeah, about yeah. on average anything over three years. I think it's Can I just come in there from a mortgage perspective because we may not come across this topic again. If you're a tenant and your um, landlord is selling the property, you technically obviously you have a right to buy that property right but you're also technically qualifying for the first home scheme okay. so we've just we've spoken about the first home yeah. scheme being for just new bills only if you're buying the rental property that you're currently living in and you can prove that you've paid rent in that property you qualify for the first home scheme just okay. as a oh that's well, really interesting yeah. it is it is because often there's a funding gap um yeah, so yeah, it's a nice yeah. way okay. to, to to plug um, it oh yeah the, if I'm selling my house and you, you, you as you've uh, rightly uh, advised there, shop around and have a look at the, go online and check an auctioneer's or real estate's website, check their own marketing or online or otherwise. But how much does it cost me to, in fees to, to sell my house? So v- fees vary. So okay. you have the majority of agents will go on percentage. Okay. And um, uh, I would... Uh, just uh, I would think in my own opinion that if an agent is on percentage based they're results driven yeah um, it's in everyone's interest to get a higher exactly, price exactly exactly yeah. for you who's selling the property you want to make sure that they want to get you the best price mm-hmm. yeah. um, I have come across flat rate um, agents and no absolutely no disrespect or anything to, to them I suppose they have a figure and once the figure is reached and that's it mm-hmm. I get it okay. no um, appetite to get more well the appetite I suppose there is a figure uh, yeah. a great figure and that's it so sometimes you might think I'm getting a lower rate of a fee but you could be missing out on yeah a, a lot like 10 20 30 yeah. 40 yeah 000. and in the current market like that's very achievable to be fair mm. isn't it unfortunately for the purchaser it is it is a seller's market isn't it mm-hmm. uh, what other charges would we expect to pay selling your home so you have your, obviously your auctioneer fees um, do you do, in the auctioneer fee like it's the fee to sell? But what about advertising in the newspaper, or even putting the sign out in, in front of the house? Is that all an extra charge? Or? So for myself, I know I include my my fee includes my advertising, yeah. digital marketing strategy, signage, and standard online um, advertising. So online advertising can vary depending yeah. on which which type of ad that you want to go with yeah um i find digital marketing is super for making people aware and it's, and it's, it's like it's daft in my home daddy they exactly. the main player or something yeah. like that people look online um they look on websites um but it's also important to see like the traditional having a signboard outside your property yeah you may not think as the seller that this is a really vital thing mm. to go to go by but what i find with the signs is you you might have a relative who passes that direction. A lot of people love to be local to where their yeah. family are living. Um, they might have someone who's living in Dublin and that wants to move back to Cork, for example, and their parent or you know a relative yeah, sees sense. the house and they say, they are not going online, looking d- yeah. down through online, on you know, yeah. they're not going on to that. They're saying, do you know what? This house is up the yeah, road, yeah. it's really, really nice. This seem, this could be a lovely property. Yeah. So it's a really important to have a mixture of both. And how do I, um how do we handle viewings like physically like someone coming into the house obviously is entitled to have a look around before they buy it like should I do I need to leave the house do I arrange it with you do I like how do I tidy the house do I leave things in the sink like how so I think this is where we're going with like uh, if you're going to an agent who has a percentage fee uh, versus a flat fee a flat fee you you might have just one hour where everyone goes in at the same okay. time maybe two or three appointments if it's a percentage agent, you might probably have an open viewing at some stage initially. Um, 
but then they're all by appointment. Okay. My preference, I my preference is by appointment only, so people have an opportunity to yeah. go through the house. If you have more than one person or you know one family in sometimes at the time, that might create a bit of more interest, a bit of like does, panic buy or panic bid. Yeah, but panic buying yeah. leads to sales falling through. Okay. And at the end of the day, you want to get a really good, you want to get the best price for the person yeah. mm-hmm. and make sure that the person who's buying the property is serious. Yeah. Um, and most viewings, they'll be all at the same, you know, they'll be by appointment and they will yeah. they will see that there will, there will be interest in them anyway. You know? And then how, how like do you work um, negotiation? I know you've, you've uh, said in this before where all bids you get are received or recorded and but like from um how d- how does the bidding process usually work like do people like say the, the price the house has gone up for market uh, it's three hundred thousand euro and someone bids at 280 how is it decided like do we hold tough do we wait is that all dependent on the seller how quickly do you want to sell or is it a bit of luck that you need a couple of bidders there so i think it just depends on the time period so you'll have people who will view for the first mm. couple of days they'll have interest in it you yeah. want to make sure that people who may not be available on that week have the opportunity yeah. to, to view i find at the moment sales are getting agreed within two week period okay three that week first period. On, yeah yeah. Okay. yeah yeah um and i think this year they seem to be quicker yeah. okay once um and you know if the appetite is there and there is a price that the the vendor is happy with so does that and this is going back we'll say to the purchaser now and i know this is a selling um podcast we will say for the purchaser two weeks to i mean you'd be want to on your game looking have at your daft and my, you yeah ready? you'd want yeah. really would want to be on your game so like would you advise if someone is l- looking to purchase in a particular location and we've spoken previously about location being nearly number one um in the, in the buying process would you advise those to link in with the auctioneer that is predominantly selling in that location absolutely yeah i would say link into the auctioneer who is selling um properties within that area yeah um often there's properties that are sold off market yes and you won't know about them unless you have been in touch with the agent so like we'll say i come up to you and i'm saying look i you know i've looked at what you have at the moment on the market i don't see anything that's really standing out is there anything coming onto the market in the next three or four weeks you will know what's coming on won't you absolutely i i think recently i had something for sale uh quite close to here and there was a number of underbidders that were unsuccessful and they were it just went over their their budget but I, in the meantime, if another property has popped up, I'm meeting four of them tomorrow yes. to show them a different property. Yeah. So they already know, okay, I know that they, what they want, yeah. uh, where they want, and they have everything in order. So they yeah. have their approval. The location suits them. They want to move fast and they want to get it done. And I think this time of year, people are thinking, I want to be in my home before Christmas. Yeah. So and, sure, yeah. Um, you would like to think yeah, that yeah. you would be. So if you're putting on the property on the market now, um, yeah. you know, you should have a buyer in there and... And there's time. There's time for closing between now and Christmas. I think that makes for uh, another excellent episode of The Property Pod. Uh, I've been David Sweeney of PropertySisters.ie. I've been Anya McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork. And I'm Mags Barrett of Mortgage Navigators.